Hey guys, and welcome back to the FFP. My name is Christian, and today I'll be here to update you on the week 11 injuries that you need to know about. Of course, this video is pretty straightforward and should be pretty short, around 20 to 25 minutes. We'll go by position. There'll be sort of timestamps in the description. Um, and just going to be updating you on the players that will be, won't be playing, and of course the players that you're going to need to continue to watch, game time decisions, questionable guys, stuff like that. I think this is a really great video, of course, just to stay and keep our thumbs on the pulse of the NFL and everything that we need to know. But also, the fact we put this out on Friday nights just makes it a nice last-minute opportunity to ask questions. I do have to go back and answer some questions on our last few videos as well, so I'll be doing that while this uploads. But for those of you who've been this, around this channel for a while, you know how it goes. It's pretty straightforward. Let's not waste any more time. Let's hop right into it. We're going to start off with the quarterbacks. All right, so let's start off. I think the guy we first got to talk about is Matthew Stafford. He's struggling with that back injury, and he has actually officially been ruled out. He will not be playing this week in Week 11. That's unfortunate for me. I do own him in at least one fantasy league, but here's what's going on. It sounds like he's actually had a banged up back, and actually the Detroit Lions looks like they're being investigated by the NFL for covering this up. Sounds like everybody for the Lions knew that he wasn't going to be playing Sunday, uh, but they didn't tell anybody until like half an hour, 45 minutes before the game, I guess due to game plan or whatever, wanted to throw the other team off. And other players in the Lions have you know, kind of come out and said, yeah, we knew he wouldn't be playing. And so that's, of course, a bad situation as well as um, because you know, maybe if last week he's a game-time decision and this week is a game-time decision, we look towards next week and have a lot of confidence. However, there's not a lot of confidence in that right now. Right now, he could very well miss next week. He's definitely going to miss this week. Look now towards Matt Ryan. Uh, he's struggling with that ankle sprain that he has been coming back from. Of course, he's been upgraded to limited in practice on Thursday. Now, we don't know a lot about it. Sounds like he is day-to-day. -day. He did miss Wednesday's practice. Um, but again, he did play last week versus the Saints, and that was a nice win, so good for them. I think all expectations are that he is going to play. He's not a particularly mobile quarterback, so it's not like a Cam Newton, right? It's not a Kyler Murray. I don't think that if he plays banged up with an ankle injury like that, that you need to sit him. He's still got good fantasy value. I'd play him. Jacoby Brissett, he's struggling with that knee injury, and he's expected to start in week 11. He was a full participant in Wednesday's practice, and uh, sounds like he's going to be playing this week versus the Jaguars. So, of course, that is good news. Um, moving on, now we've got Ryan Fitzpatrick and Dwayne Haskins. Now, this isn't an injury update news, but I also thought uh, this might be just general news that would be interesting to put out there. Sounds like both Ryan Fitzpatrick and Dwayne Haskins are going to remain the starters. As far as Ryan Fitzpatrick goes, what we've heard from the coaches is that he will remain the starting quarterback uh, for the foreseeable future. That's what we know right now. I would imagine that'll be through the rest of the regular season. And Dwayne Haskins sounds like he's going to start for the rest of the season as well. As far as the fantasy impact goes, it's good for the Dolphins that uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick will be playing. He's just been the better quarterback, especially as of lately. And of course, that's going to give some added value to guys like Mark Walton or... Um, uh, anyways, uh, pausing here a little bit. Moving on now to the, uh, to the other guy, Talking about Dwayne Haskins, it's not a great situation. It's really not. Um, of course, you'd rather have a guy like Case Keenum in there, pretty much any other quarterback. He has played bad. That seriously hurts the value of a guy like Terry McLaurin. I have him on my fantasy team, and that's a major concern for me. His numbers with a guy like Case Keenum or pretty much any other quarterback Terry McLaurin is going to be great with. But Dwayne Haskins has been awful. Heck, last week he threw for just 144 yards. He really hasn't had one impressive game all year long. 
My question for you guys, if you're a Redskins fan, do you feel like you found your franchise quarterback? Do you feel like he's just working out some of those rookie struggles or not? Do you wish he'd gone out and managed to get a better quarterback? Of course, you, you can look at rookie like Kyler Murray. He has played fantastic. You'd love to have him. But that's my wrap-up for the quarterbacks. There's not too many quarterbacks to talk about. I did stumble through it, but uh, let's move on to the running backs now. All right, guys. So for the running back injuries that you need to know about, let's get into it. And the first guy is not necessarily an injury, but that's Jay Ajayi. A couple of weeks ago or last week, it sounded like there's a lot of room or rumors going around that he may sign with the Detroit Lions. Now with Darren Sproles and his torn hip flexor, looks like he's going to be out for the year. I think the Philadelphia Eagles have been in discussion, or I know they've been in discussion to sign Jay Ajayi and add some depth to their running back situation. With the way that Jordan Howard has been working as the peer runner, the goal line guy, and Miles Sanders being more the change of pace back, getting in the passing game, they've got a pretty good one-two punch. I don't expect a lot of fantasy value from Jay Ajayi, but I do expect him to sign there and maybe get a couple of carries and add some depth to that running back position. At least that's what it looks like. Like right now. Now, Steelers and Browns already had their game this week. We had that interesting Miles Garrett situation, but I'm not here to talk about that. I'm here to talk about James Conner, who had five carries for 10 yards. He did have a one catch for six yards as well before getting hurt. He was ruled out and did not play the rest of the game after re-injuring that shoulder. Now, because he's already played this week, this doesn't have fantasy implications for week 11 that we can change right now. But it's far as going forward, excuse me, into week 12, that's definitely a concern. He does have a few extra days to recover, um, but he was marked as healthy coming into this game. And even James Conner came out and said, hey, you know, I probably wasn't 100%. Maybe it was a bad idea. I played. So I'm definitely starting to get concerned with that injury. And of course, if he doesn't play the fantasy impact being that uh, Jalen Samuels has added value in that game. Moving on now, let's talk about the Arizona Cardinals. David Johnson has been marked as healthy, but the head coach, Cliff Kingsbury, came out and said that they will go with a running back by committee system, and they want to see what they got with Kenyon Drake. He's been very effective. For me, this comes across as very much like the James Conner situation, where he's healthy, but is he really healthy? Is he really productive in 100%? I think David Johnson says he's healthy. I think he wants to be healthy, but I definitely begin to wonder if he is still struggling with some of those nagging injuries that he's had for a while. Um, I'm not going to speak too much more to that. I don't want to speculate, but you get that situation is not great. Um, as far as Chase Edmonds goes, he's got that hamstring issue going on, and he did miss practice on Thursday again. I believe that's back-to-back practices that he has missed this week alone. I definitely think he's going to be missing this game. They're not going to rush him back when you've got two other running backs who will be playing, two effective running backs that he'll be out that will offer a little bit more clarity and extra carries to those two guys, but it's still a situation to avoid. Ty Johnson struggling with a concussion. Now, he was upgraded to limited in practice on Thursday with the Lions. However, he has yet to pass the NFL's concussion protocol, and there's a very good chance that he won't pass. Even if he does pass, he's not a guy that you should start in fantasy this week. The reason we bring this up as a fantasy-relevant piece of information is that if he does miss, it adds slightly more value to J.D. McKissick, as Ty Johnson will have a few less snaps on the field taking away from McKissick. But that's what you need to know. I still don't like McKissick as a start in most situations, but if you're desperate in the deep league, it is a possible play. Uh, I just want to cover my bases and be very thorough. Speaking of being very thorough, Jordan Howard... 
He's struggling with that shoulder injury. Here's what we know right now. He saw 20 plus touches in week nine, and then they had a week 10 bye. So they've had a, he's had a long time to heal, and yet he has still been limited in practice on Thursday. I think for many people, they see that as a sign of concern for Jordan Howard as to why he hasn't healed yet. For me, I don't necessarily take this so much as a James Conner situation, as I think it's the Philadelphia Eagles being smart and limiting this guy. Jordan Howard's been in the NFL for a long time, and he has proven that he can be very productive in that offense. I think they're limiting his touches in practice and limiting his time so he can continue to heal, continue to rest, and really to be safe and certain that he is 100%. I think we'll find out Saturday and Sunday morning as to his health and what comes out in the reports. I'm expecting he'll be okay, but any smart, good fantasy owner is going to continue to monitor this situation and look at your options based on what's going on. But again, in week nine, he saw 20, 20 plus touches, so it was a good game for him. No. David Montgomery popped up on the injury report as questionable after rolling his ankle in practice. Doesn't sound like it's anything major, but he is questionable for this week versus the Rams, so that's definitely a concern. I expect that he's going to play, but it does make me nervous, so it's an interesting situation to look at. It is a Sunday night matchup. That doesn't give him a whole lot of extra time for him. Um, to heal, but it is a little bit of time, and it will give you extra time to consider that, right? It's going to give you some extra time to think about it and evaluate your options, but I would have your decision made about Sunday morning before the noon games because we've already had a Thursday game, then you get the noon games, and I mean, you're, you know, if you're waiting until that Sunday night game, then you've got only the options on Monday night. Uh, moving on now, we've got the uh, Redskins, Darius Geis and Adrian Peterson. Coach just came out and said that they have a good rotational system. Uh, that's kind of coach speak for a running back by committee system where I think it's sort of a running back by committee, but I still see Adrian Peterson getting more carries. This is a bit of a scrap year, especially when you look at the fact that their team has not been playing well. Dwayne Haskins has played awful, and yet they, you know, they're just going to keep rolling with him. They're terrible rookie quarterback. They're going to keep developing, and they're just going to see what they've got from this team. So that's what we're looking at right there. Of course, that does value Adrian Peterson, who I would think at one point for a few weeks there was a fair start, especially in standard leagues, um, with Darius Geisback taking some carries and the struggle of that offense because Dwayne Haskins has been under center. Definitely a situation to probably avoid. Le'Veon... <clears throat> Le'Veon Bell, he's got this rib thing going on, struggling with his ribs right now, and he's been limited in practice. He was limited on Thursday. Um, not a major concern. Both Le'Veon Bell and co head coach Adam Gase said that he is good to go for Sunday. This is a back who is really struggling his efficiency this year and been banged up quite a bit. They're just trying to keep him healthy. That's a smart play, but he is going to play. Finally, the last running back I got to update you on is Matt Breida. Sounds like he's going to miss one to two weeks with an in, or excuse me, an ankle injury. According to the NFL Network's Ian Rappaport, 49ers uh, back Matt Breida is set to miss one to two weeks after aggravating his low ankle sprain in their loss to the Seattle Seahawks. End quote. That's what he said. That's what we know right now. We don't really know much else. What we do know is that's going to give a boost to Tevin Coleman. As long as he misses, Matt Breida misses, Tevin Coleman's going to have some added value. So good for him. Makes him a little bit more of a safe start. But that's my wrap-up for the running backs. Let's move on now to the wide receivers. 
All right, guys, so let's talk about the wide receivers that you're going to need to know the injury updates on. The first being Alshon Jeffrey, who's been ruled out for week 11 versus the Patriots. As far as the fantasy impact goes, this, of course, hurts that offense as a whole and hurts Carson Wentz's fantasy value. The one guy who benefits is Nelson Aguilar. Nelson Aguilar has not been a great fantasy option all year. But as we saw from weeks two and week three, when both Deshaun Jackson and uh, Alshon Jeffrey have been out, Nelson Aguilar's had good fantasy numbers. Of course, he had back-to-back -back touchdowns in those games. You could consider him as a low-end wide receiver three or flex play this week based off of volume. Again, they're playing the Patriots. That is a tough matchup, but it's not a terrible play, especially when we saw what he did the last few times. He had that many targets and opportunities. As far as the Minnesota Vikings go, Adam Thielen. His hamstring, he's been ruled out for week 11. He is still struggling. Interesting to see a guy who's been so competitive all year long, even calling out Kirk Cousins when he wasn't performing isn't able to play due to this injury. It must be bad. Now, this is a game versus the Broncos. I think the Vikings are really expecting to win. It, I definitely think that they should be fine, especially their defense, and they're not going to need to score too many points. I think they're being cautious. I think they're holding on another week because that's smart. I think he'll come back next week, and he should be fine. Um, now, we've got Judas Smith-Schuster. He got hit pretty hard, had a concussion, um, in the Steelers-Browns game and actually did not play the rest of it. But He's got a lot of time to recover. He should be fine for next week. Uh, just updating you guys as we go into the next week. Uh, just monitor that situation for everything that you need to know. Will Fuller struggling with his hamstring. He was limited in practice again on Thursday after um, really having the same thing, being limited, missing practice throughout the uh, practices prior that week. Excuse me. Um, of course, the impact being that he may not play. I think that's a very realistic possibility. Could go either way. I wouldn't be too surprised. If he doesn't play, that gives a boost to Kenny Stills. Kenny Stills, however, is still not a great start. I don't think you can trust him, uh, but if you're desperate, you could play him. Emmanuel Sanders, he's struggling with some hurt ribs right now, and he missed practice again on Thursday. That's his second straight day of missed practice. Um, to be quite honest, it is very likely that he will not play this week. Haven't heard really any positive news so far this week. Um, now, I think there's a lot uh, still to happen. He's still got some time to play. However, if he does play, is he going to play at 100%? I mean, it's definitely a situation where you should start looking for other wide receivers to play, another situation to look at. Um, as it's very likely he won't be playing. If he does play, bump him down from a wide receiver two to a wide receiver three. That injury certainly concerns me this week, but that's all you need to know on that one. Amari Cooper, he's struggling with that knee and ankle injury. He did log some limited time in practice on Thursday. That's a good sign. I think he'll be playing. The concern for him is he's been banged up all year, and you definitely have to wonder when's the time he gets hit, and that takes him out for a few games. He's been one of those guys. He's been kind of like Julio Jones this year. Every year, Julio Jones, every week is on the injury report, and every week he plays. That's been Amari Cooper this year. It doesn't seem to have limited him. Uh, you definitely just have to be concerned that at some point, the wrong hit, the wrong ankle twist, or whatever, boom, and he is out. But as for right now, it seems like he's going to play. Seems like he's going to be fine. But again, I'm not here to speculate. I'm here to tell you what I know and then remind you to be a good fantasy owner. Be smart. Check things on Sunday morning. Check them on Saturday night. Just be obsessive. That's pretty much the piece of advice that I give everyone. If you want to be good at fantasy, um, have no life and obsess. That's what I do. It's what my dad does. It works great. Move on now. T.Y. Hilton with his quad. He did miss practice again. I don't think he'll be playing this week. The boost really goes to Pascal, who's going to get some extra targets, but they will be playing the Jaguars this week. So that is a tough matchup lining across from A.J. Boye, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. 
uh, Paris Campbell, his hand. He hopes to be returned by December. That is what he said, um, and I quote, hopes to be back by December. So um, pretty safe to say he won't be playing right now or for a while. I'm going to keep that one pretty short and simple. Same thing as the T.Y. Hilton situation. Gives a boost to Pascal. Now Tyler Lockett, he is expected to be back for Week 12, struggling with that uh, with that leg injury as it's been pretty much all we know about it. Um, did go on and read a, a tweet from Adam Schefter. Here's what he said. I'm just going to quote him here straight up. Sometimes it's just nice to go straight from the source. Here's what I read, and here's what you guys need to know. The Seattle Seahawks star receiver Tyler Lockett appears to have avoided a long-term injury. That's good news. Um, and he's expected to be cleared to play for Week 12 against the Philadelphia Eagles. However, um, probably not going to be playing this week. At least that's what it seems like. Of course, that could change, but I doubt it. That's all I got to update you guys on for the wide receivers. So let's move on now. We got to wrap up with a couple of tight ends and then we'll be done with this video and I can get to answering some of your guys' questions. All right, so for the tight ends that you need to know about this week, the first one being Gerald Everett. He was limited in practice on Thursdays. He's been recovering from that wrist injury that he accrued last week in a game where he had 12 targets, 8 catches, and 68 yards. Based on how well he played, the fact that Brandon Cooks is out, the way things are going, and this is a great matchup versus the Bears, by the way. They allow a lot of fantasy points to tight ends. A, I imagine he's going to play. Just the fact that he was practicing is good news. And, of course, the fact that I think they really do need him in this game, and it's a good matchup for him. I like Gerald Everett. I think he's going to play. And if he does play, I actually think he is worth a fantasy start. It's a great matchup, and he's come up big in a few games this year. Um, as far as other tight ends go, we got two big injuries right now to know about. One is George Kittle with his knee injury. Now, previously it seemed like he wasn't quite ruled out. And the coaches and some of the 49ers were coming out saying, hey, you know, we're not going to rule him out yet, but, and they said, you know, we have to game plan as if he won't play. Then we get an update from Coach Shanahan that says he won't play this week versus the Cardinals. So unfortunately, fantasy owners, you're going to be without George Kittle this week. I'm without Evan Ingram as he has been on a bye, so that really sucks for me. Um, I'm in a deep league above 12 teams and just had to scrape together a guy free agency, played Vance McDonald. Didn't work out so well, but what can you do? Sometimes you're just in a bad spot and there's no options. Finally, the other guy being Austin Hooper. He's struggling with that knee injury, expected to be out about a month. That's what it seems right now. Considering the Falcons are not playing for a playoff spot, they're not playing to win the Super Bowl, anything like that, they're going to be cautious with their stud tight end, Austin Hooper, um, who is recovering from that sprained MCL that he gained or acquired or had happened to him, whatever, versus the Saints last week. So when you combine Evan Ingram out on bye, Austin Hooper out, George Kittle out, and even Ev uh, Gerald Everett banged up a little bit like the tight end position was already thin on talent it's even more thin right now so I want to know who are you guys picking up who are you guys trying to play this week my Vance McDonald pickup did not work out it was probably the wrong choice to make although the game started and at the very beginning it wasn't looking too bad for him but it ended up pretty bad. So that's my wrap up for this week, guys. All the injury stuff that you need to know about, all the news that you guys need to be caught up on. As always, I would encourage you guys to leave a comment down below in case I missed something. I'm just a human. I'm very imperfect. And there is definitely a chance that I missed something. Every once in a while, I miss a player or an injury or something. Leave a comment down below and I will update you. My apologies if that happens. Luckily, it hasn't happened in a while. I did get this new awesome Viking sweatshirt. It was really fun to present in this super soft. If anybody knows any 
anything about me. Because I love soft things. I get, like t-shirt, sweatshirt. If it looks cool, that's great. It's got to be soft and comfortable and warm. And this is loving it right now. Excited for the Vikes. But that's my wrap up for the video, guys. As always, thank you so much. You're the reason that we're able to do this. We really appreciate your support. You guys have a good day and God bless.